on February the 15th, 2015, 21 men knelt on a beach on the southern coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Those men, as they knelt, changed the course of human history. They said to each other this phrase, Ya Rabbi Yasu, Oh my Lord Jesus. Ya Rabbi Yasu. They were men who are 20 of them from the Coptic Egyptian Orthodox Church. One of those men had been in prison with the other 20 and had received Jesus Christ as their Savior. As these 21 men knelt, there were assassins standing behind them. Perhaps you've seen the video. Perhaps you've seen the photos. But those men on that day were men who have stirred my heart and men, I believe, who have stirred the hearts of millions and millions of people around the world. I want to memorialize those men today, and yet I want to celebrate their lives also, because those men, those are brave men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Do you recall where you were when you saw the photos or heard of the terrible ordeal of those 21 brave men? Perhaps you saw part of the video. There's a website called the March of the Martyrs that shows an entire beautifully done video of those men being marched to their death. You see, they were men who had been brought as workers. They had come to Libya and they were in the area of Sirte, which is the capital uh, south of, Le- of Libya, there in, in northern Libya. And they had come as workers, as day workers. And they had been captured by a group of militants that were part of ISIS or wanted to be part of ISIS. And so they were doing things in that area to prove how worthy they were of being part of ISIS. That five-minute video of those men rocked the world. In fact, it caused Egypt to go into Libya. Let me set the stage for you and then talk about these 21 men who are now saints of the Coptic Orthodox Church based in Egypt. And uh, it's, it's a fascinating background in this thing is that that Coptic Church came out of the work of the Apostle Mark who was the first Christian uh, apostle to go to Egypt and share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, back in around 85 AD. Following that, over the next couple hundred years, the church began to grow, and then a series of different churches came up, this one being the most prominent, the Coptic Orthodox Church of Egypt, which now comprises about 15% of the population of Egypt. They are persecuted. They are under a lot of pressure, and that they stand strong. My question is, in a moment of pressure, Ephesians 6 says, having done all, stand. In a moment of pressure, how would you and I respond? You see, Joseph, that we've been studying in the Power of Potential on the Monday Night Men, that's every Monday night at 9 p.m. on YouTube, and then it stays there so you can go back through it. Never quit, strong men in tough times, now Power of Potential. Everything in life has potential. Your dreams The dreams you hold on to have the potential to change the future of the world. Joseph had a dream 1,700 years before Christ, and he never let go of that dream. And and one of the things we talked about in uh, last Monday night, in chapter 7 of the book, is that 
Joseph's private philosophy determined his public performance. Joseph's private philosophy determined his public performance. Uh, We've talked about it before. It's in the book called um, Just a Bartender. That what you put in your heart is what you'll eventually do with your hands. These 21 men, as they knelt, you could see that what happened to them is they had something in their heart of faith in Christ they were willing to give their lives for. You look at the photos of them. They're young men from Egypt, one of them from Ghana. One young man from Ghana had received Christ in prison. And he was not going to walk away from the other 20. So he was there also. Those 21 men had something inside of them that said, we will not bow our knee to the gods of this radical Islam. We will not deny Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. I'm sure you've seen the photos. You need to go back and look at them again. Let me set the stage. So 2011, Gaddafi, who's the head of Libya, who's a dictator and a bad guy, uh, almost gets captured, and instead he, he basically commits suicide. He has one of his team kill him before they, before they capture him. In 2011, then, Libya devolves into a series of uh, different civil wars, uh, tribal conflicts, ISIS comes in, militants, you name it. The place just goes chaotic. In the midst of this, in the capital Sirte, there's one group of ISIS-related militants desiring to show their strength who begin capturing people in around 2014. They capture them uh, for the sake of a ransom. But then they decided, let's do something big. So in December 2014, they, they begin to capture just uh, hundreds of workers who had come in to that area to help rebuild Libya. And uh, then in January of 2015, they begin to let them go one by one if they would proclaim their allegiance to the God of the militant Islamic uh, jihadists. And now, February, we're down to 21 men, 20 Coptic Orthodox Egyptian men, day workers, Guys who'd come in in their 20s and 30s just to get a job, to send money back to their family, to get some work so that they could uh, provide. One man from Ghana who, when he accepted Jesus Christ, had profoundly impacted his life. So when they came to him and they said, all you have to do is say this phrase, this sentence of allegiance to our radical dogma, and he wouldn't do it. And in that situation then, They said, well, fine, you'll stay with them. He said, I'll stay with them. On the 15th of February 2015, which now is a a, uh, day of memorial and celebration for Coptic Orthodox Christians around the world, and is now a significant day for me personally, that time, um, when I saw that, it was seared into my mind. February the 15th, they ran these men out onto a beach. They marched them out to do a public spectacle of killing them. They put them on this beach right across from a hotel in Sirte, Libya. Those 21 men, it's amazing because when you watch them march out, they're not struggling. They're not pushing. They're not, you know, trying to get away. They're not doing it. They're literally with their hands and feet bound marching to their death, knowing it. 
the captors, the militants, the jihadist militants, had put them all in orange jumpsuits, orange prison garb. They did that uh, to, to look like something that had been done to somebody in ISIS by another group, and it was all, you know, it all spoke of something. It all had um, some sort of uh, picture look for them. It, it meant something to them. And so they marched them out in those orange prison suits, 20 men dressed in all black with just their eyes showing black from head, top of their head to the bottom of their feet, all black, and um, anonymous assassins with sabers in their belt, and then one, their leader, in camo gear. The man in camo, they lined them all up. The man in camo stood in the middle, and they, they made all of those men kneel. Now, they didn't struggle when they knelt this is this is what has absolutely just hit me so hard they didn't struggle knowing that they were kneeling to their death they whispered to each other they whispered to each other ya rabbi yasu oh my lord jesus quietly and they knelt on this beach, in cert, under storm clouds and against roughened seas, these 21 men were lined up as trophies to the militant's dogma. But they became trophies of grace. They were courageous men. They knelt down on that wet and cold ocean shore right on that beach. Behind each man stood one of those men in black. Then the man in camo did a big diatribe and yelling and speaking into the video. At the end of that, each of those men bowed their heads, giving their lives for Christ. And those men took out their sabers. And as those knives sliced across their throats in unison, at that moment, those courageous men went from the shores of Libya to the shores of heaven. Present with the Lord, heroes of faith, Men in whom courage was evident and real. I never want to lose the look of that and the sound of that and the feel of that. And, the, you know, my, my reaction, my initial reaction, I never want to lose that. I never want to lose that image. Because at that moment, something shifted in my heart also. You know, when they show that now in uh, memorial of them, and they showed it on the 15th, and now these men have been called saints and, and actually vested as saints in the Coptic Orthodox Church, and they're heroes of faith to you and me. Those 21 men, 21 saints, 21 heroes, 21 courageous men, 21 warriors of faith, 21 men who, who would not bow to the gods of this earth, but gave their lives so that others would live, because now it has stirred millions of people around the world into action. Why? Because faith isn't just something we say we are. Faith is something we do. Hope isn't just a word. Hope is alive. Hope's name is Jesus. And it's alive in their hearts. Now when they show this video, and they take the entire video, and they show it on an iPad or on a screen or whatever, and all the different churches and the families, listen to this. This is what absolutely just wrecked me. The families, the mom, the dad. First time it was shown in a church outside of Alexandria. 
man stood up and said, that's my son. He walked up to the screen and pointed to the third man from the left. And he said, that's my son. And he turned with tears in his eyes and he said, look how brave he is. He didn't say, I'm going to go kill those guys. I'm going to get them back. I'm going to kill every you know, Muslim that I meet. He didn't do any of that. He said, look how courageous my son is. That's who he is. That's what I taught him. That's what was put into him as a young child, as he memorized scripture, as he learned the word of God. What kind of men are you and I raising up? What kind of men are you, are you and I? What happens when pressure comes? See, pressure doesn't make a man. It only reveals a man for who he really is. What happens when testing comes? What happens when, when it's not comfortable anymore? As Dan Crenshaw said, he said, we've become a nation that's committed to comfort instead of being committed to conviction. Men, we've got to hold our convictions. My brothers, we have to be men who stand like these men, who are willing to kneel that others might live. At the Christian Men's Network, because of this kind of stirring and because of what happened in Vietnam last September, where over 2,400 pastors and leaders were trained, because of that, we've launched the Dangerous Nations campaign, focused on training 50,000 leaders and pastors over the next five years to disciple 5 million men in 50 of the toughest nations on earth. To that end, on February the 15th, we've put together a list of the 21 first nations we're going after. You'll get that in an email. If you're not on our email list, go to cmn.men. You'll get information, teaching, uh, like a what's up, the other things that are going on, uh, like the majoringinmen.com, majoringinmen.com. It's an incredible site and tool for uh, teaching and learning how to, how to train and disciple men, how to build a men's ministry in your church. So the Dangerous Nations campaign, we've got a, a task force led by some key men like Dr. Rob Carman and Dr. Doug Stringer and uh, Walt Landers and others who are part of guiding this, gearing it up. Uh, we've already done one broadcast, three nights, uh, three mornings into Vietnam with 2,400 leaders. The next targets are Iran, Nigeria, uh, where Johnny Moore on a previous podcast talked about the things that are happening there. And so we're going after it. We can't get there in person for all of these, but we can put the gospel. We're using a number of different ways to, to uh, partner with boots on the ground, men who are there, leaders who are already there, people who are already doing some things. We're partnering uh, with those people in order to make it happen. Man, I just, this thing just wipes me out. The jihadist militants called these men their crime. Here was their crime. They are people of the cross, followers of the hostile Egyptian church. Brothers, thank you for letting me be just really personal today and share with you my heart on this thing. My, uh, you know, my sensing, I wrote it down three years ago in a um, sort of a little dream I write down things that God's put in my heart, and I dream of them, and I hold on to them, and, and now it's become this, and I didn't know it. it. It didn't have a name on it. It was just a dream. It was 
was how do we go to the streets of the young men in the world who are disaffected, who are in poverty? How do we help them? How do we go to their streets before they get militant and come to our streets? How do we go there to protect them? How do we go to other countries? And now God's giving us the strategy. And the little notes that I wrote down and shared with Bishop Dale Bronner and some others of our uh, executive board members, I just say this is a dream. I don't know when this is going to happen. Now here it is. The Dangerous Nations Campaign. Go to cmn.men. You'll see more about it. We've got a, a download uh, brochure that, that details it, shows you how to be involved. And your gifts and your help, your financial support, your prayer support make this thing happen. The 21. I will never, ever the rest of my life back off the passion of saying, you know, for those 21, for my friend Big Tommy, the great evangelist, for Steve Solomon, for my other friends who have gone on before, why would I back off? Why would I just retire? or do? Why not refire, refocus, and go with a passion and great vigor after the cause of Christ? If we reach one more man, two more men, what if we, what if we, what if we could do this? What if we actually train 50,000 pastors over the next five years? I think it's doable. The men involved with this think it's doable. I want you to pray, believing it's going to happen. Man, let's get choked up. Hey, I love you. Thank God for you. We've got some great guests, great things going on with the podcast, with Brave Men, also with the Majoring in Men. Um, Monday Night Men, Power Potential is, is just fantastic. I love you. Thank God for you. <clears throat> Remember, hope is alive. Hope has a name. Hope's name is Jesus. I'm Paul Lewis Cole. Bless you, brother. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.